Ask a designer anything.com. Hello again, I'm Craig, and welcome to Ask a Designer Anything, episode 25. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today's question comes from Ian, so thanks a lot for this question, Ian. And his question is, what do you do to measure the success of your designs? You'll notice I've tweaked the title just ever so slightly, Ian. I hope you don't mind. I've just changed it so it's, what do you do to measure the success of a design, rather than me personally? I am going to be talking about my personal opinions on this kind of thing, and how I measure the success of my designs, but I wanted to just make sure it applied to more than just me and you and how clients and other people listening to this podcast could learn from it as well. The first thing you've got to do to be able to measure the success of your design work is to define what success means. And the reason I say that is because success is such a broad term. It can mean so many different things. And it can mean so much different stuff to different clients. So one of the first things that we do before we start any project in the kickoff meeting, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, uh, in our kickoff meeting, we ask what success criteria you need to consider this project a success. So we actually say, how would you consider this project a success? No matter what that project is, whether it's branding, website, etc., we ask them, how do you define success in this instance? And some clients don't know what that is. They've never even thought about that. But we get a lot of wide-ranging, um, a lot of wide-ranging answers to that. Sometimes it's improved sales. Sometimes it's more leads through my website. Um, sometimes it's increased turnover, and all those kind of things. The only way you can define whether it's been successful in the first place is to actually ask your client what is success for them. What do they consider successful? You need to define success before you can actually say it was successful. The first thing I want to mention about measuring the success of designs is a really important component of a client and a designer relationship. And this is something that can, you know, can often be forgotten about, which, which is sad really, but it can be. And it's also really obvious and it's just communication. So when you're meeting with your clients, um, making sure you're communicating with them right. And the way that I achieve that and the way that we achieve it at Genius Division is to make sure we meet with our clients regularly. So throughout the progress of a project, whether it be website design, um, brochure, branding, whatever it is, we like to meet with our clients a lot. And we also like to speak to them a lot at the very beginning in our kickoff meeting where we find out everything about their business. We want to really get under the skin of their business and understand the reasons why they want the design work doing, which kind of links in to a point that I'm going to talk about next, which is during this initial kickoff meeting and future meetings, and whenever we meet our client, we're always trying to understand what actions the design that we're producing from them for them should prompt. So if we're making a website, let's take a simple example, we'll ask them, what, what should this website achieve? So are we wanting to book tickets through a website? Are we wanting to prompt people to buy a product through a website? Are we wanting to, for someone to request more information from the website or buy something or change opinions about your service or how you currently work in your industry or something like that? What we need to understand from our client initially from that meeting and future meetings is what is the reason for this design? Why are we producing it? And when someone looks at it, whether it be website, branding, whatever, what should happen next? What do you want your customer to achieve from that design? 
And that is the start of making sure you provide um, a successful design. And I'm not, I'm not talking specifically here about measuring the success of a design, but I think it's important to just understand that stuff first before we get into how to measure the success of a design. You've obviously got to, at first, before you measure the success of a design, you've got to produce successful designs and making sure that you're doing it the correct way to produce successful designs. Because if you aren't even attempting to produce successful designs, i.e. designs with a point to them, then you're never going to be able to measure the success of it because there's nothing to measure. So to measure the success of designs, a recent example, at Christmas last year, we produced um, a, a, a Christmas buying guide for one of our clients. To measure the success of that, this was on an e-commerce website, so it was easy to measure the success of it. Um, we linked it up with Google Analytics. So we set an event. Whenever someone clicked on that page, any purchases that came from that page, we set an event on, a Google Analytics event, so we could see exactly how much return on investment our client got from just producing the Christmas buying guide. And it turns out that it, it paid for itself double or triple times, and it didn't cost that much in the first place, but it provided the client with the information that what we'd done for them was successful. And also, it was a successful marketing activity for them. You can't always provide such obvious success criteria for something. You can do it in different ways, though. You can also do it through Facebook, for example. If you've got any Facebook advertising running, and if you've got a Facebook pixel installed on your website properly, this is, again, more specifically for e-commerce stuff. But um, you can use Facebook to see how much of a conversion rate you've got, and you can also use Facebook to see how much money exactly you've made from your website through that Facebook advertising. So there are two ways you can measure the success of a design. But then there's more subjective success, more qualitative success rather than quantitative success of a design. And for us to measure the success, put my words back in, and for us to measure the success in a more qualitative way, we make sure we meet with our clients regularly, as I said before, and we make sure that they really believe that the design that we're producing is right for them. As I've spoken about in a couple of episodes before, this all comes down to research as well. And the fact that your client understands that you're not producing the design for them, you're producing the design for their target market. And it's important that you make that distinction with your client, that they're willing to trust you to produce an effective design for the audience rather than just them. And that's when truly successful designs can come out of a relationship like that. You need to make sure you're set up for success by having an honest relationship with your uh, client and making sure that they appreciate the value that what you're producing is for the target market rather than them. I think it's important to round this off by saying it's difficult to measure the success, the objective success of a design exercise. If, if there's nothing obvious attached to it, so if it's not an e-commerce website or it's not a website and you haven't got things like Google Analytics or Facebook figures, or anything like that available to you, it can be difficult to measure truly the objective success of any design work. But in those situations, I think that's where the client relationship is so important, and that's where you need to focus your attention on, building a really strong client relationship with your client, and between client and designer, so they'll trust the decisions that you're making, and they'll trust that what you're doing is right for the target market. Often, you won't get much feedback from some design work. Sometimes if you produce a new brand for a client, they might never really get any feedback 
other than from some of their clients, they might say, oh, that's a nice logo. That's a nice new logo. Oh, I love your branding. Where did you get it done? Which is not really very much objective success of a design. But you've, this is where, as I mentioned before, the target audience research comes in and you make sure that it's correct for the target audience and the target market. And that is one of really one of the only true successes you can get from design work. I hope that answered your question, Ian. And it is a really interesting question, but it is also tough to answer properly. <laughs> unless, um, unless, like I said, unless you've got a website that design can be objectively measured from and you can do things like A-B testing and split testing and you can use Google Analytics and Facebook and all these kind of modern tools to measure design. If you've not got any of that, if you're just producing a flyer for a client or if you're just producing a new brand for a client, it is difficult, much more difficult to measure the objective success of that kind of thing. It comes more down to qualitative answers to that kind of question and making sure you've done the target research, target market research correct in the first place. I'm here every single day answering questions just like this one. So if you've got a burning question about anything across design, marketing, websites, business, technology, all that kind of stuff, go over to my website. My website is askadesigneranything.com and you can ask it right there on that website. Alternatively, you can find me on Twitter and my Twitter handle is just Craig Burgess, all one word. If you've enjoyed today's episode and you use iTunes, please go give me a review. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of Ask a Designer Anything. <laughs>